friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past, and we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about your summer bucket list because tis the season as we get ready for those summer months. And what are you going to do with the family, maybe the grandkids? I know a few of you already texted in and said cottage, cottage, cottage. Yes, (laughs) I get it. I want a cottage. I always have. Actually, we used to have a family cottage a million years ago. Uh, Somewhere east of the city. I don't know. I was like nine seven maybe. I have no idea where it was, but it was so relaxing just being in nature. Uh, So we're talking a summer bucket list. Maybe it's to go and see something different or unique. Got a message here from Carly. She says they're going to Newfoundland to visit some family. They're going to do a road trip and hit up as many sites as they can. Oh, well, there will be a lot of incredible things. Have you ever made that trek from here to Newfoundland? I've done it once. And I would do it again. I would. It was beautiful. We stopped in Montreal. We stopped in Fredericton. We got to go on a ferry. So maybe that could be a fun summer bucket list for you, going somewhere to see some family you haven't seen in a long time. I also would love to go to Mexico when the monarch butterflies are there. Apparently, there's been an increase, 35% increase in their population, which is great because they were almost extinct. And they are back. They are growing. And when you see just the images of them, like all on the trees, just, it's incredible. That's on my bucket list. Actually, maybe not in the summer, though. We'll have to wait until the spring when they're actually there and it's not so hot. I don't do well in the heat. I am a true Canadian. This is Good Company, and you can catch us live on Joy Radio in the Greater Toronto Area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. I'm Holly Taylor, and do you remember, it must have been back in 2020, where it went viral. It was a man in New York City. He was at Central Park, and he was birdwatching, and a lady called the police on him, and he was just birdwatching. Well, the situation escalated. Somebody was recording it. It went viral, and... uh, It was uh, just a sad situation to see, you know, a man in a public place just looking at birds and uh, someone calling the the police officers. Anyway, uh, long story short, that viral video got the attention of National Geographic. And it looks like Christian Cooper, who's his name, uh, has a new TV show. He's teamed up with them. He's been a lifelong bird watcher since the tender age of 10. Now at 59, he will be the host of a new nature series called Extraordinary Birder. So from a uh, uncomfortable and offensive situation in Central Park to having his own show where he will take us into the wild, wonderful and unpredictable world of birds. As we talk about adventures, talk about one, he'll be able to explore the world, find different birds, and tell us more about them in this episode. So, just goes to show you can have, you know, situations that might be triggering and they might seem overwhelming and frustrating, but you just never know what can happen because of that event. For Christian, it is now his new show. So, uh, from cardinals and sparrows to puffins, (laughs) what next for him? 
I'm Holly Taylor, and Ingrid texted in at 905-338-1250 as we are talking today about how you've learned some new skills or hobbies as Gen Zers, if you will, uh, are learning through TikTok and through Instagram, which are very shorter ways of learning how to do things. It's like the Coles Note version of like step one, two, three, done. Um, whereas some of us older people might have learned from somebody else. Maybe we are learning from friends or from school. But Ingrid says, Holly, YouTube's not just for the kids anymore. Uh, that's how I learned to make a macrame planter. Oh, I should try that because I kind of want one. First, when they came out, like way back in the 80s, my mom had them. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm little and don't really care. Then they came back again, and I thought, um, I don't know if I'm okay with this. This is my childhood coming back into my adulthood. Yeah, I don't like it. It looks tacky. And now I want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how our perception of things can change over the span of maybe a year. But Ingrid learning macrame, planter making skills through YouTube. Actually, a lot of people, fun fact, go to YouTube to learn how to tie ties. In fact, it's one of the most searched for how-to things on YouTube. So uh, there you go, Ingrid. Understood. I get it. I can just go to YouTube. Um, oh, this is from Paul. He says, do you remember going to the Wikipedia how-tos? No. <laughs> just kidding. I totally do. Um, wow, that is a throwback. Yeah. Okay. So we've got that. So you have to read and not just watch to learn how to. And um, oh, I've got a few of you just saying that you've learned some of your skills over the years as they've been passed down. Sarah says her grandmother taught her how to sew. It was a great way of creating memories and learning skills. So there we go. We learn a lot of cool things from different people, but also from social media now. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about leaving work early on Fridays, the summer hours, as 85% of those surveyed said leaving work early on a Friday in the summer just made them feel happier being at work. I'm not too sure who the other 15% are. Uh, maybe they just didn't read the question correctly, but I'm all for leaving work early on Friday. However, sometimes it can be tricky, right? I mean, now I have to cram in extra work to get it done. Uh, maybe of the kind of job where you can't even leave work early. That used to be my situation. I did the mornings. So everyone's leaving at noon. I was leaving at noon anyway. So wasn't a ton of perks. Now, producer Mike, maybe you can relate on that level where I worked in the mornings. I had to stay till one. You have to stay to the end of my show. I get so anxious even just thinking about trying to leave early. <laughs> I don't know how I would do that. I have to be here. You do. You have to support me. I got to keep the volume up. You do. You got... I got music to play. You have an important job. I got to start the news. You have to keep me company. The good company. The best company. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But it loses the luster, though. Like, oh, I'm going to start work late today. No, like, leaving work early is a great thing. So maybe we'll have to throw in a best of on a Friday so that we can leave work early. What do you think? If you hear the station go silent at about <laughs> 4.50 one day, <laughs> you'll know why. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Mike's dipping out of work a bit earlier. Oh, goodness. They do say, though, that uh, the hotter temperatures of the summer, we're just not as productive anyway. And so why not just go home? You're not doing work anyway, especially on that Friday. 
Um, about 43% surveyed said they actually do their best work in the spring when temperatures are cooler. And a lot of people, 65%, prefer working outside when the weather is nice. I am in that camp. Take me to a cafe. Take me to a park. If I've got internet access on my laptop, I feel like I'm getting way more done just by changing up the scenery. So a message here from um, a Mike, not producer Mike, surprisingly. Uh, he says that he loves to work from home home because he can work out on his outside office deck. <laughs> so yeah, just changing things up. It, it does feel nice. Sarah says, love leaving work early on Fridays, especially in the summer. Uh, it allows me to spend more time with the family and get ready for fun things like family barbecues without eating into our time that we'd be spending anyway, getting all the prep work done. So yeah, it's nice to have a couple extra hours to get some family stuff done so that you can actually enjoy time as a family when you've scheduled that time. So, yeah, it seems like a lot of you all for leaving work early on Fridays, except for those of us that have to stay anyway. So, you know, it is what it is. You can catch us across the airways of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. Holly Taylor here, and I'm going to draw a story from my personal life because over the past couple of years, we've been staying six feet away from people and just not having the same kind of physical interaction as we once had. Handshakes, maybe not. You know, keeping that distance. Hugs, ooh, now we ask permission in a different kind of way. Are, are you comfortable if I come into your bubble and give you a hug? I was not a hugger pre-pandemic. Now I'm always asking, hey, are you... Can we do this? Let's hug. Let's hug it out. It's been two years. But my youngest is definitely driven by physical touch. She loves hugs. Um, If she has known you for five minutes, chances are you're getting a hug. Uh, She's doing t-ball, and she literally just clung to the leg of the coach, just giving him a huge hug, hugging the assistant coach. Uh, Luckily, they're great with kids and they get it, but she is a full-on hugger. And for ladies, and they're saying this doesn't necessarily happen to men, but us ladies, if we're hugging our loved ones, it actually shows a decrease in the production of cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So if you're feeling stressed, find a loved one and give them a big old hug and that will help release some oxytocin so that you can feel happier. That's the love hormone and it reduces the cortisol and so hopefully you won't have such um, strong stress responses. So I mean think about it. We have two years no hugging. Of course we're stressed to the max. So much more to do without having the release of being able to give someone you love a big old hug. So uh, you know what? There's science behind it. Hugs help us with our stress as women. Doesn't seem to be the same correlation between men. So men, you aren't going to feel the same kind of effects as the hug. But know that you are helping, especially when you give your your nieces, your daughters, your wives, your aunts hugs, you're helping them decrease their stress levels. So there you go. You don't feel it, but they do. So just hold on to that.